This episode of the Fabulous Learning Nerds is sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, win time, activity periods, RTIs, counselor, and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash B to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash B-E. They are the fabulous learning nerds. Because if you're tired of the old ways of getting it done, you've got the fabulous learning nerds. Scott, Dan, and Abby are making it fun. The best ideas that you've ever heard. So everybody spread the word. They're going to keep you with turning the fabulous learning nerds. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another fantastic episode of your Fabulous Learning Nerds. I'm Scott Chu, your host. And with me, you love him. He's the man in charge, Dan Coonrod. Dan the man. Oh, yeah. Mr. Coonrod. In, in charge of what? I don't know. You tell me. I, I, did, uh, I did my ID class. Today was the, the feedback because, you know, each week I give an assignment. And so uh, they have a week and then like the following day or a few days. You know, I, uh, I do, I do like the feedback assignments, feedback for the assignments. And so I was in charge of that today, but you know, like really at my best, like I'm monitoring at my best in charges. That's tough. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you straight up. I just want you to be in charge of getting me some of those fabulous cookies. That's, that's all I'm looking for. Just the fabulous cookies, but because those cookies. Fear to midway. I want to give a quick shout out and I, I don't, I don't know if I'm overstepping uh, a friend of mine named Danielle sent some cookies to my family recently and they were probably the best cookies I ever had. Like they were beautiful works of art. Each one of them, like I would open up this pack of cookie and I'd look at it and be like, I have to eat this because it's delicious. It's not like it was pretty and like stale. It was like beautiful and delicious. Like I'd have this moment where I'm like, I'm going to take a picture. I've never taken pictures of food. I'm not the kind of guy who's like pulling out a camera and be like, hey, everybody, look at this food I just ate. I think that's weird. But I didn't share these pictures. I was just like, I'm holding on to these pictures. It was amazing. It was amazing. Is it the same kind of thought process of taking pictures of fireworks? No, because, you know, you take a picture of a firework. And you're always disappointed. You're always like, yeah, I was there. And well, I mean, like the picture isn't good, but it was really cool, you know, because everybody's got their Do phone. You, does anybody ever look at them ever again? Ever? No. No. You shouldn't, no. You shouldn't take pictures of fireworks. They, they're here and gone in a moment. They're ephemeral things. There's my fancy word for the day. Ephemeral. Just enjoy the moment. Enjoying the moment, which is fantastic. Speaking of enjoying the moment, we're going to make everybody's moments a whole lot better because she's back, everybody. The Duchess of Design, Abby Dawson, is with us. Abby. Hey, Scott. How's it going? Pretty good. Do you take pictures of your cookies or fireworks? Um. I, I don't make cookies. I don't really bake. And fireworks 
I have taken pictures like selfies with my son at Disney. So, but that's selfies of your family at any amusement park are purely acceptable. Those are memories that you can go back and look at. That's, that is fantastic. You, uh, you, you win today. Um, so (laughs) there you go. It actually makes sense. So we appreciate it, but you always make sense, which is fantastic. How have you been? (laughs) Been good. That's busy. great. Yes, aren't we all super de duper busy? So at any mm-hmm. rate, um glad that everybody can be here. Hey, um folks, we're not alone. We all have a very, very special guest with us, and I'm super excited because I know that we're all gonna learn some things and oh, she's gonna make our lives so much better. I'm so excited. And we're gonna learn all about her in a little program that we call What's Your Deal? Hey man, what's your deal? Tina. Hi, Scott. <laughs> Hi, Dan. Hi, Abby. <laughs> What's your deal, my friend? Oh, gosh. What isn't my deal? Just kidding. Now, I am uh, one of the co-founders of a marketplace for learning and development professionals. And in terms of my background, I have almost 20 years of experience placing learning and development professionals and teams of learning and development professionals at some pretty cool organizations have been, um, you know, super excited to be involved with some pretty cool companies with some pretty awesome initiatives. And I feel like I have the best job in the world. I get to talk to employers who have some really cool projects and I get to talk to freelancers and learning and development professionals who are just so interesting to talk to. And um, just to add to it, I have not taken pictures of fireworks because I've learned from years ago, they never turned out okay. <laughs> that's fantastic that's great and we're super excited to have you on because i i know um like most of us i need help now and then right so the needs of the business often outweigh um either my uh capacity or the talent that i get to pick from so we're super excited to be chatting with you about ways that we can think about leveraging what you do um and what your team does to help us create impactful so with that, why don't we go ahead and dive into our topic of the week, everybody? Are you ready? So today we'll be talking about staffing partners. Why work with a staffing partner? And hey, what are some best practices for success? So let's um, let's start at the beginning, shall we? So Tina, talk to us a little bit about what are staffing partners and why it's really a great idea to kind of work with them every now? Yeah. So you can go the traditional staffing partner route, like a um, temp agency, you know, you, you might call it a temp agency, you might call it a placement agency. There's online marketplaces like the one that I'm a co-founder of. Um, and really what we do is partner with employers and with um freelancers or people who are looking for full-time work. And we facilitate the connection. We facilitate uh, the financial component. So like payments and all that kind of good stuff. And there are, there are benefits on both the employer side and the employee or the freelancer side for working with a staff partner. Scott, uh, you mentioned sometimes you have needs, right? You have some additional work 
you don't have the capacity on your team, or maybe you don't have the exact skill set that you need on your team. There's some you know, new technology or there's some new um, initiative that you don't have the subject matter experience on your team. You could work with a staffing partner, either like, uh, you know, a traditional staffing agency or an online marketplace and um, interact with them and find uh, a resource that will work for your particular needs. So you as an employer get access to a group of people um, at a much more quick like on a quicker basis than you would if you were to maybe use your network to find individuals. So rather than like you go to Abby and go, Abby, you know, you do a lot of development. Do you have someone who knows this, this, and this? Um, you would be able just to chat with like one person and either like a recruiter or a salesperson, or you can utilize um, a marketplace and then post a project and get the type of people that you need uh, fairly quickly and, you know, not have to do all the work yourself. You're too busy to do that on your own. That's one benefit. I love that idea. I mean, I think people frequently underestimate what a broad field training and development is. And what that means, people have all kinds of experience. Some people have very niche experience, talent, and skills. And to your point, it can be really hard to find the person with the right skills, the right experience to fill a job um, on a training team. And, um, it's so cool that you're dedicated to just this field. Um, who even knew that existed? I mean, it's so hard to get funding for training sometimes knowing that there's someone who can make the best of the little funding we get. That's, that's super useful. Well, I, you know, I don't have an L and D background. I just kind of like fell into it. I, I actually don't even have a recruiting background. I kind of fell into that also. Um, well, that's like the story of L&D, right? I, so yeah. you fit right in. <laughs> um, but what I found was I used to, when I first started, started recruiting for like technical individuals. And what I found was um, when I started recruiting L&D people, you guys are just way more fun to talk to, to be honest. Like, just, <laughs> when you talk, I can say this because my sister is like an engineer, right? So it's like, Black or white, zeros and ones, right? And it's like, she's awesome, amazing person. But, you know, those projects aren't exactly uber fun to talk about. But when you talk to learning and development people and they're like, oh, I'm doing a leadership initiative or we're implementing this new software and it's going to impact people this way. Like, uh, I found it really rewarding to be a part of that. Uh, not that the other stuff isn't important, but like L&D people just, uh, they're much more interesting to me. But. Learning people are good people. I've said that thousands of times. For the most part, that's true. I uh, just got back from a conference a couple of weeks ago. Um, the best part of that conference for me was connecting with the people and meeting shared-minded people uh, in that space. So I'm glad that you're finding that that's true. Um, and and I'm you know to piggyback on some of the things you're talking about, like. <sighs> things change so rapidly, right? So we think about the technology that we use and how we develop stuff. And, you know, a lot of the tried and true things that we may have gone to can go way of the buffalo, you know, very quickly. And then those buffaloes can come back and haunt us, right? So all of a sudden it's like, hey, I've got this like archaic designed program that needs an update. Who here has that competency? And you get crickets, right? Um, and you're absolutely right. Like recently, 
within the last few weeks had that same experience of, oh, I know a guy that can do this, right? And we had a great conversation. We're going to set him up for success, blah, 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 blah. You know, at the end of the conversation, it, you know, I, I found out that the expectations from leadership was uh, that they wanted a three-week turn on this. And he's like, oh, I'm too busy. I can't. Do that. Yeah. So having options, I think, is super important. And that, that's been my experience anytime I've had the opportunity and pleasure to work with organizations like yourself or others is this opportunity of like, well, if, um, if you want a quarterback that can win the Super Bowl instead of picking just one, like we've got 15 of them, right? Did you just say haunted by buffaloes? Is that the phrase you just used? <laughs> no, no, no. The, the phrase I use is Dan? <laughs> way of the buffalo, right? So when things get out of date, they go the same way as the buffalo. Like they kind of disappear. Okay. Okay. You've never heard that. <laughs> I, I thought you had said haunted by buffaloes. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know that phrase. And I'm super excited. I don't mean to derail us, but that was you, calling you, out. You I have think. done a really Sorry. great job for not intending of derailing us, Dan. So I, I couldn't help myself. I did that for behalf of the audience. I did that for all of you out there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tina, go ahead and, and save us oh, all. God. Well, I haven't heard of either phrase, okay? So I'll just throw that out. <laughs> <laughs> what I have heard of, Scott, is exactly the situation that you talked about. You as a hiring manager or any hiring manager spends a lot of time kind of networking, trying to find that special person to kind of fill in, do one thing or or add a skill set to the team. And then you have you invest time, time that you sometimes don't have. Right. You're you are constantly probably being asked to do more with less. And here I here's someone saying, oh, and find someone else. So like in addition to what you normally do, now you're going to play recruiter. Right. And you're going to go out. You're going to invest a lot of time and at the very end, they're going to say, oh, my rate is X and it's not going to fit in your budget or um, I don't have availability or I could do this, but it's going to take me five months because I have a full time role, something like that. Um, so that's one of the benefits that employers find in working with a staffing partner. They will have, uh, you know, an experienced recruiter working on behalf of them to locate the best resource. And with a minimal investment of your time, you can find someone to kind of come in and, um, you know, maybe they need to create a training on the Buffalo analogy you guys are using, but they'll just go in, do that, and then like leave or something like that, right? And for the freelancer or the employee, there's a lot of benefits to working with a staffing partner as well. Um, you know, as an individual, sometimes you don't get access to some of these bigger name employers, right? Like you want the marquee name sometimes on your resumes. Staffing partners can totally help you with that. Um, from a freelancing perspective, it would be very difficult to go up to, uh, you know, a company like McDonald's or Bank of America and say, hey, hire me, right? But your CV is going to go into an applicant tracking system and I don't know, might get lost, right? But with the staffing partner, they have the hiring manager's ear. That Hiring manager is trusting them to present some pretty cool people and you're either going to get, you know, you're going to get shortlisted and you're probably going to be in front of the hiring manager. So there's a lot of benefits, a lot of uh, working with a staffing partner. You can have a lot of visibility as an employee or an answer. Just one note above board, just before I say any of this, uh, in my past, I've definitely worked with LearnXis, uh, but the as somebody who's been a hiring manager, who has been like, I've got to find somebody. 
I hated that process. I mean, I loved it because everybody liked to like the excitement of like, oh, I'm going to get somebody new. Yay. But also it would take like four to six months. And it was like, it was so much rigmarole. Um, I had just finished spending, I think it was like four, four and a half months to hire an instructional designer. And I had gotten so fed up with my in-house recruiting team. God bless them. I know they have so much to do that I just basically told them one day, just send me everybody's resume and I'll just look at all of them. Just send me everybody. And eventually I ended up hiring somebody who didn't have an instructional design background. They had been a, a public radio host. Uh, you know, and I was just like, I'll just, I'll just make them an instructional designer. They've got all the right ideas. They're the right person. I'll just make them an instructional designer. And then it wasn't long after that, that I had the opportunity to like see what LearnXus was offering and step in and help out. And it was super exciting. But man, like watching people go from like, man, I need somebody to having somebody in like days and, and maybe sometimes like it's I was so jealous. It's so amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it truly I mean, I, I I didn't know I was allowed to like talk about it at this, you know, but yeah, Learn Nexus is awesome. Honestly, as someone who's been. <laughs> In the industry, as someone who's responsible for finding people for learning and development managers, LearnNexus is an amazing tool. And the situation that you described, Dan, is exactly why we built LearnNexus, right? Hiring managers, you guys got to do what what you do best, right? Let us do what we do best, finding you the talent. And with the technology that we built, you could truly find someone and you can have them start like the next day if you really wanted to. And you will have a team of dedicated L&D recruiters, not only screening those people to be active on the platform, but before they hit your inbox as a hiring manager, there's a second layer of screen from an L&D recruiter. Um, and they are following processes that have been developed, you know, with in part um, by my 20 years of experience in recruiting just learning and development people. So LearnNexus is an awesome solution if you need to find that person Uber quickly if you need to find someone who's got a specialized skill set. And honestly, staffing partners, you know, they're not necessarily the um, least expensive option, like a traditional staffing partner, but LearnNexus is actually about over 50% less expensive than traditional staffing models. So, and the freelancer, actually, there's so many benefits for the freelancer. I'm so super excited about what LearnNexus gives uh, both sides of, of the yeah, and let's circle back to that because that excites me. Um, my sister uh, works in uh, the same field. She doesn't work for LearnNexus. Um, she helps find um, accountants, great roles. But she did that job for about six months and then she called me and she's like, listen, like the next time I'm in the job market, I will be working with a staffing company. There are so many advantages for anyone who needs to find work by working with a staffing company. She said, i you're going to be prepped for your interview. You're only going to be put up for interviews that you have a good shot for. They're going to talk to you about um, what you're really prepared to do. Like, you know, can you really work full time? Can you commute? How far can you commute? Everything will be sorted out before you even get in front of the interviewer. You're going to have a really good idea of what they're looking for when you sit down to have the interview. They're going to help you with your resume. They're going to talk to you about Um, if you came in thinking you can only do this job, once they get to know you, they're going to open doors to other jobs you didn't even know were available, but you may be a good fit for. And then after the interview, they're going to follow up with you about what you did and didn't do well. And who 
ever gets that kind of follow-up, never. So she has also made me a believer through her experience in helping place people. And I bet you the staffing agencies that she will interface with and that some, you, know, you can interface with, they're also advocates for, if it's a full-time placement, they're also going to help you negotiate your salary. So an individual person, that can be kind of daunting. But then with a staffing agency, you can work with someone who kind of just does that day in and day out. They're going to, you know, tell you what they're seeing in the industry. They're going to talk to you about, you know, maybe some, you know, benefits that maybe you didn't think about. Maybe there's equity. Maybe they have an awesome benefits package. So you would really get to interface with like an expert on, um, you know, you know, your advocate getting you what you're worth at a particular client site. So let's say I'm in the market, right? <clears throat> I want to get some work um, and I'm going to contact yourself or one of the other wonderful staffing agencies that are out, staffing partners that are out there. Um, what are some best practices that you might recommend so that um, we have a really great experience and um, I continue uh, to get a really great experience with that staffing partner relationship? Sure. So from an employee or freelancer perspective, I believe uh, in 100% transparency, right? Like you have to be completely honest with your recruiter, with the person you're interfacing with, with your hiring manager. That's super, uber important. Uh, one of the frustrating things that I experienced as a recruiter um, in a tight job market, which, you know, it's debatable what it is now, right? But I, I still think Amazing people get work very quickly. Uh, they're able to do that. Let your staffing partner know what uh, other opportunities you have in the offer. Because just like you mentioned, Scott, like you, you spend all this time, uh, you know, your rep is going to spend a ton of time with you, as Abby like detailed out, and the hiring manager is going to spend time with you. And then if they don't know kind of what you have in the offer, you could have wasted a couple of people's time, right? Be a hundred percent transparent. Let them know you're interviewing for X, Y, and Z. And you, you know, you want to make a decision by whenever it is, but sometimes I've seen where people like just say, Oh yeah, I'm available. Da, 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 da. And then like the very end, they'll say something like, Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm not available. Now I'm only available for five hours. Or I know we kind of talked about X amount in terms of salary, but now I want X plus Z. Uh, and it really just doesn't provide a, a good experience for anyone involved. So 100, 100% transparency is uh, uber important. Um, another thing is never, I believe you should not embellish your skills. Like say what you can do. Um, you know, say if you pick up technologies very quickly, that's okay to say. But I wouldn't say, oh yeah, I'm an expert. I have... 15 years experience and, you know, chat GPT, like we were chatting about earlier, Scott, it hasn't been around for 15 years. You will get caught in a lie. Someone probably has more experience than you and you, you'll get caught in that. So uh, I would not embellish your skills at all. Be very truthful. Uh, I have led teams of recruiters before, and I always encourage my recruiters. I always train them to screen people out. Don't screen them in. Right. So you're going to go talk to a recruiter who's going to be an advocate for you, but they're going to be screening you out, right? They want to make sure that uh, you know what you're talking about. So if you embellish your skills, they might kind of, you know, catch you in the corner. Like, you know, it's just like, just be truthful. hundred percent, just be truthful. Um, and just know that recruiters are looking at your CV, your profile. They're evaluating every, um, 
point of discussion with you? Do you respond well to email? Are you fairly quick? Or do you have a lot of typos? Can you tell if you're working from your phone a lot? That was a big one, right? Like responding from my iPhone, that, that email signature. The recruiter's job is to match up the talent with the employer. So sometimes um, some of these things are okay with different employers, but sometimes they're not. So the recruiter really is supposed to match the two, but they're always screening people out, in my opinion. But they don't want to place someone at a company where there's not a really good fit because it's their reputation on the line. So be completely transparent with your recruiter and the hiring manager that you're working with. And that's to everyone's benefit, right? Like, it sounds bad to say, like, they're screening me out. Or, or, like, that sounds negative to me. But it's going to be, in the long run, a better fit for everyone, right? Yes. Um, and I should say that the recruiter's job at a staffing agency, remember, it's their reputation, right? If I go to Dan and I present three instructional designers and all the instructional designers, Dan looks at their CVs and, and looks at their work samples, and you know, to, if they're not good, Dan's going to go, gosh, Tina doesn't know what she's talking about, right? Like, why am I going to go to Tina again? She's supposed to make this easier for me, right? So I always tell recruiters, if they're 80% there, but you get, you know, they're truthful, they're responsive, they're someone who you would want to work with, you think that your employer, because you, you get to know the employer a little bit also, um, you think that um, they would be receptive to working with this individual? I, I think you present them. Um, but I still think you have to kind of look for those things that might be an issue down the road because your reputation as a recruiter is on the line. And what's the flip side of that? Like if I'm looking for um, someone to hire, what kind of things should I have ready when I when I call you guys and say, I think I need some help? Yeah, so definitely just like a, a standard kind of, job description, right? What do you need this person to do? What kind of tools do you need this person to have experience with? But I truly believe that uh, one of the biggest determining factors of whether or not an engagement is going to be uh, successful are kind of those soft skills. Like, tell me about your environment. Are you an environment that um, you need someone who thrives on change, someone who is adept at picking things up very quickly? Or are you an environment that hey, we already know what we're going to do. I just need someone to do A, B, and C. Um, it's great if you have ideas, but we kind of just really, we have this path that we follow and, and that's the path we're going to follow. Like those kind of things um, make people either happy or unhappy in a role. And you'd never want someone in a role where their personality, their kind of comfort level doesn't fit. It does no one any good. If someone's going to jump, or uh, an employer is going to be unhappy with the way that person interacts with them. So again, just be transparent. As an employer, I would be very upfront with the type of environment that you guys have, just so that the people who you're considering bringing on can evaluate if that's the right environment for them. You know, Tina, um, as we start to think about you know, bringing the show to a close and you just really brought some awesome things to think about whether I'm a hiring manager or whether I'm looking for, you know, opportunities to, you know, to bring some knowledge and do some great stuff. Was there anything that's really important to you that you wanted our audience to know that you didn't have an opportunity to talk about? If so, please share. I think, okay. You know, just to kind of put an exclamation point, uh, on this, like staffing partners are actually pretty awesome. Whether you go 
with the route of a full service agency or you use a service like LearnNexus, either way is going to be a, a better experience than what you described, Scott, in finding your own person, right? And like doing all that kind of stuff. Um, so either way it is a good alternative uh, to doing it on your own. Um, there are cost saving, you know, uh, reasons why people would use uh, a system like LearnNexus than a traditional staffing uh, vendor. And for a freelancer, there are definite benefits for using a service like LearnNexus than a staffing partner, just because, uh, you know, we, we didn't talk about like rates or anything like that or, or salaries, but, you know, there, there are uh, pros and cons to uh, traditional staffing vendors as well. But now there, it's a good, good uh, partner. I, I mean, I would think any hiring manager um, would, should have a person or a group that they would feel comfortable turning to and saying, I have this need, what can you do for me? Like, I just think having that in your back pocket would be amazing. Because you never know when you're going to meet someone. Awesome. Beautiful stuff. Right on time. We're on, on the clap. Tina, thank you so much for um, joining us today. Um, really helpful stuff. Really valuable stuff. Could you do us a favor? Could you let our audience know how they could get in touch with you? Yeah. So my email address is Tina, T-I-N-A, at LearnNexus.com. And I'm also on LinkedIn at, uh, oh gosh, I should remember this, but my full name is Christina Mendonca, M-E-N-D-O-N-C-A. And you'll find me at LearnNexus. Don't worry about that, Tina. We've got uh, all those links and and all that groovy stuff is going to be in the show notes, folks. So if you want to get a hold of Tina, please reach out. She'll bring you some really amazing talent and um, make you look like a rock star. And that's what we all want, right? We all just want to look like rock stars. And that's fantastic. Except for Dan. I'm just kidding, Dan. How you doing, sir? (laughs) Could you do me a favor? Sure thing, Scott. Could you go ahead and let our audience know how they could connect with us? All right. Uh, if you haven't already, email us at nerds at thelearningnerds.com. Email us any questions you may have. Join in on the conversation. Uh, tell us if you've had the opportunity to use a staffing agency in the past or and what that was like. If you're on Facebook, you can find us at Learning Nerds. For all of our Instagram folks, Fab Learning Nerds. And lastly, for more information about us, what we do, and updates, www.thelearningnerds.com. Scott? Thanks, Dan. Hey, everybody. Could you do me a favor? Could you go ahead and hit that subscribe button? If you like what we're talking about, if you love what Tina had to bring here today, go ahead and do us an even bigger favor. Leave us a review. Reviews are important. They help us get our information out to more people just like you. And with that, I'm Scott. I'm Dan. I'm Abby. And I'm Tina. And we're your fabulous learning nerds, and we are out. Thanks for listening to the Fabulous Learning Nerds. You know, there are a lot of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment of offerings. If you're, if you're thinking of giving it a try, if you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make 
your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE.